0: So ashes dust
1: leads to downer. Correct me if I'm wrong. Or, or that, no. yeah, so that 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 ends, and then I'm not doing anything, and then I get a call from Aaron, and um, I'm I'm the one of the, their Spinal Tap bass bass player replacements because they've gone through like a million bass players.
0: I remember uh, that, at that time.
1: Time. and they yeah, had like yeah. weren't they
0: sidelined for a bit because they just couldn't keep a bass player in the band kind kind of thing.
1: I, I, I think they were for a little while. Um, we had a. Uh, so I joined the band and they just put out, they released um, like an EP, like four songs. And they gave that to me and I was like, yeah, this is cool. This is different. And obviously this was like, you know, around the, the, the 91 time, I think it was somewhere around there, 92, 93 or something. And um, I was really kind of getting into like Soundgarden and stuff like that. And it was just heavy and good. And I was like, this is cool, John sounds. Um, it was like a evolution from the, the enemy kind of, you know, so on that, um, and it was, it was cool, and I liked it. So I went in. I, I actually, um, I want to say, the bass player they had before that was an old roommate of mine, um, one of the nicest guys. Mark in the world. Mark I mean, Gonzalez. Rob Rob Gonzalez. Rob Gonzalez. Great guy. Great
0: great great guy.
1: guy. Nicest guy in the world. Yeah, we played bass with them for a while, and um, and I remember. I don't know why he left, but he did. And then I remember my first practice; he actually showed up, and I was like, "Oh, maybe Mark's coming or Rob's coming back in the band." But he just came because he knew me and he wanted to um, give me support and be like, "Hey, yeah, you know, this is going to be a good thing." So um, ended up playing with them that. And actually, I take it back. It was a bass player between Rob because that guy recorded on the different guy. He was only with them for a short period. And then they released that and then we would play a ton of shows they already had management they were kind of doing stuff and so it was fun you know we play shows all the time in hollywood like everywhere and um i really didn't have much to do with any of that they would set it all up and um aaron was like the driving force of that band and uh
0: and on the momentum
1: of that then we recorded a record on igby's label ammunition and we did a full length record um that was fun and that was great and i I thought, that was, I thought that was really good, what we did. It was like hard still and still with John's voice. That was Wrestling With Jesus? And yeah, Wrestling With Jesus. Um, great name, by the way. I didn't come up with any of that. That was, I think, Aaron's thing or Aaron and things. But um, we did that, and then we went on tour before that was released. So we did a tour with uh, Earth Crisis and Ignite. Um, and we started in Arizona. We played Loll in Arizona and then went across the country and then went up the coast all the way up. And that was cool. That was fun. It was um, the guys in Ignite were. I mean, I haven't seen them since that tour, but they were really fun, nice guys, um, awesome to hang out with. Um, the Crisis guys were okay, I guess. You know, uh, Carl's Carl. You know, um, but uh, it was yeah. But it was cool because the last show we played was in Syracuse, and CNN had showed up to do an interview with Earth Crisis. and I guess that was their hometown. So they did a whole expose on them in that place. I've never seen. Like, you only see videos of shows like that. Like, that show was incredible. Like, we played in there, we had a really good response. But when they took the stage, it was insane like, absolutely insane. And they were fun to watch every night because they were so, you know, into what they were doing. Yep. It, it, you couldn't not, you know, you could not go, this is not good. You know, they're doing their thing and it was a lot of energy and passion line. And so
0: I saw them. You know, so we did that. About ten years ago, it's interesting just that you bring that up about Earth Crisis and mm-hmm. like, like I mean, I'm not vegan, I'm not vegetarian or anything, but you when you see them, it is apparent like this isn't guys getting up and just running through the set like they are, or at least Carl, they're committed and. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. I, I have that. a lot of respect for that. Like, wow, after all this time,
1: yeah. you guys have not faltered. And yeah. that's, you know, that's pretty damn awesome. I, I remember I remember being at a, a venue in Boston and spending three hours talking to Carl about me not being straight-edge anymore. Oh, okay. I, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I was just like, I, I get it. I mean, it's cool. You, you know, you want to, you know, what you believe in. And you back what you believe in. But you also have to remember other people have different opinions and beliefs too, you know, and that's, um, well, so wait, your, so uh, you were, see, here's the thing. The little
0: Steve that I've known, and I'm, and I'm sorry. I keep calling you little Steve, but it's, it, it's like, no, it's, it's, okay. it's, Listen, it, I'm, I'm
1: barely five four. It's okay.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, but it's, it's, um, like I never knew you was straight edge. Like, like, like I'm, I'm still straight edge after, but, but it's, but yeah. it's just, I was never one like, I was never in a straight edge band. But I never knew you, so you were at one point like straight edge. Oh yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, absolutely. I yeah, I, I was totally into it at the X's and the and the whole. Oh yeah, for sure. Like I was totally, totally into it, and um, and I think I was until the scene started to take a weird turn. Like the scene became everything it was supposed to not be, mm. and that kind of bothered me. Like people getting really militant, and not that that made me lose my edge, but. I just realized it's, it's not about that. It's not, you know, like, it, it It came up, you know, you had to have the right shoes and the right camouflage pants and then the right haircut. And the, And I was like, this is, this is everything I, I, I hated because, like, I always felt, like, a little different than everybody, right? And I found a group of people that were different than too, like, And then it started to evolve into this. And I was like, yeah. And then I started listening to other music, too. I just realized there was a lot of other music out there that was good, too. And, you know, and that's kind of, yeah. And I respect it. I mean, it's cool. And like I'm to be honest with you, I you know I don't drink anymore at all, you know, but it's not that I'm straight edge, you know, but it's just you know, yeah.
0: Do you ever think you'll do another band again? Because like I know that you do stuff now and I'm gonna be using your stuff mm-hmm. in in my in my movies. Like I, I, I was talking yeah. with um Isaac and uh, Mike Hartsfield recently, and I was like, hey guys, like Steve is like, recording stuff, and it's really good, like, I'm, like, I'm surprised that, and Isaac, and I still need to do this, and I hope you don't mind, Isaac was like, hey, send me some of that, because, you know, Isaac is like you, and Mike is too, but, like, Isaac is really one of those guys, like, still, like, like, always looking for new music, always looking for, like, like, he loves it, and so, um, like, do you
1: think you'll ever do it, or is it something that... and, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't think I'd ever do another band. I, I love making music for what I do, um, and, and I play almost every day and I record every day, um, but it's just something I do for myself, you know, and and I, it, I'm, I don't even know, like I record it and I like it when I'm doing it, and, uh, it's not that good, you know. What I mean, I'm one of those kind of guys, so I just do it because I, I like to do it and um, it keeps me busy. It's my, you know, some guys work on cars, some guys do it. I just I play guitars and I like to, to write music, you know. At some point, like I would like to start doing vocals on it and see where it goes. At some point, but let's see, I think I've only done one song with vocals, and yeah, you know, so that's something I'll say. But it's it's a, it's a learning process, and I like the whole like learning how to do it. And this is a compressor, and this is what this does. And your this stuff is, like,
0: sounds great. Okay. Like your stuff sound like if, if you told me you recorded that at like Buzzbomb or like at like uh, or at like for the record or or whatever wherever. I wouldn't go. Oh wait, no. It doesn't sound like it sounds legit. Like really, really good.
1: <laughs> so at I, I least to me, that, I, I, I appreciate that a lot. It's uh, yeah, it's a work in progress. Though I mean, I, 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 you know, there's a lot to learn. There's a lot of stuff to add. And I And I'm very fortunate that um, like John still has a connection, so we get to go to NAM sometimes. Oh, that's right. You know, we, went, we didn't go to last year because of pandemic. Yeah, the pandemic. But we went the year before. The last year was male it's just fun to go out and see all the new gear and stuff and there's so much just great like computers i wish the technology was around when i was a kid um because it's so easy to do stuff now like and to make stuff you know you don't have to have a label or you don't have to have a studio like, like bands out there now that just do this stuff like at home you know what i mean and and put this stuff out um and there's so many like i'm starting to discover like newer hardcore like I really got into like an I don't know, I don't want to say about what, but I I really like metalcore, which is like a hardcore and metal. Oh, you like can metal hear it thing. in the
0: stuff that you're playing. That's why I was like, Holy crap, yeah. he is he is kept up. Cause I was listening going, Wow, like like what you played yeah. didn't sound like a guy that had like was trying to like figure something out. It sounded like very current. So I was like, wow, that's pretty awesome. All
1: right. Yeah, so I, yeah because I do I mean there's a lot like like I'm so excited about a band I found like about a year ago called Johnny Booth and they're just they're like a, they're I'm like a more modern hardcore band but they're just incredible like so there's still bands out there doing it that are really good and you know they they're like a DIY... like you know they still have those fundamentals like those D, DIY fundamentals like they just do it themselves they put it out they recorded themselves they do all this stuff and it's and it's cool like you know what I mean and it's good to see that in bands out there now. And just the ability to have a computer and an interface, nothing stops you. You know what I mean? You know, there's programs for drums. Like I don't, I don't um, play the drums, but I can program or use whatever you know uh, programs I have for them. So I don't need a drummer, and I play bass and guitar on it. Like you can do it all yourself, or you know, you can do it with a group. But it's just endless now. It's awesome.
0: Now, this is like detective, obviously not detective because I know this, but for anyone that would do deep dives into this stuff, because I interviewed Drew, Jester, all that stuff. How do you feel, obviously, that you are the Steve from the early Smile, Deeper Than Steve song?
1: Yeah, so yeah, I, I, I don't, to be honest with you, know much about that. I do know that supposedly that song was written about me. <laughs> That's all I know. It's a great um, song. And Aaron, yeah, and I, I I didn't... I remember I was going to play with Mike in Smile, but then Aaron came back, and then I, that's all I remember on that.
0: So, wow, okay, you I mean, were
1: almost in Smile. I was for a phone call. <laughs> um, but, I mean, Aaron, or, uh, Mike is an incredible guitar player, so that would have been, you know, I mean... Just as a great experience, it probably is playing with Mario would have been, you know. Um, but it's cool. I mean, Aaron obviously came back, and they had a lot of history together and playing music and stuff. And, and that band was very successful, so it was great, you know. But yeah, I, I never understood the meaning of the song. But yeah, I all I ever heard was it may
0: have been from Kevin Murphy was you and Mike were talking. Apparently, the talk maybe turned into an argument. And Mike started saying, "Oh, can't be deeper than Steve. No one can be deeper than Steve." And then that got because the because the that. last time I talked to you about it years ago, which we're talking. This is like the, like you and me talking almost thirty years ago about this. And I was like, mm-hmm. I was like, yeah. So what do you remember about this? And you're all, I don't know. The song's called "Bigger Than Steve." It's something stupid. And I was like, I was like, okay. I'm not going to ask him any more questions about this. <laughs>
1: until now
0: until until yeah
1: it's all yeah who who knows i was probably being stupid i don't know
0: uh, oh hey whatever it is all you guys you mike uh kevin john john scott john bruce all you guys to me sterling all of you guys just so talented and like because I, I can play the instruments, but not, but like I told you, I suck. Like like I'm saying, you guys legitimately can play those things. So I have, I have like a reverence for your ability. Like when you say that you can hear things and figure it out, I could maybe do that on like a part of a song. You could do that through the whole song. So I just am like,
1: oh man, that's awesome.
0: But at, and, but at the
1: end of the day, it's just a matter of having fun with doing it. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, like there's a million guys in the world that are better than me, you know, but as, as long as I don't lose the fun of doing it, that's cool. I think it's part of the reason I don't, you know, put it out or whatever, because I do it and it's for me. And, you know, I don't want to hear someone else goes, Hey, it sucks. You know what I mean? Like, okay. I'd rather just be happy with what I'm doing. and of do you know? Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. Hold on. A lot of great memories and a lot of influences and a lot of stuff that, Make me who I am today come from hardcore, you know what I mean, and, and from that time period, you know what I mean. So, well, there's, there's my lovely wife. I know it's okay, it's okay. No, um, but yeah. So, and 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 one of my longest friendships I've ever had, which was it's crazy, was is John Bruce. You know, um, I happened to run into him in a really kind of crazy point in my life uh, three years ago, three about three and a half years ago. You know, my mom had gotten really sick and um so to his dad and we happened to be at the same facility i was checking my mom into a facility and he was coming to see his dad who just checked into the facility and i remember looking across the parking lot at this old isuzu trooper coming through and in my head i'm like god i haven't seen one of those in years and i was looking at the guy and then my dad and i had left like 10 minutes later i get a phone call and john Bruce, and he's like he's like manor care were you just there and I was like, yeah, why? He's like, my dad's there. I was just, I was looking at you and I thought it was you, but I didn't know. And yeah, sure enough. And then since then, like, you know, we talked to each other every week and he comes down. and. You know, which which manor
0: care? Because that's where my father was for a bit. Uh, yeah, yes, man, in Town Valley. Dude, that's where he walked. Like I walked. I would literally. I was happy that he was there because I would just walk over. You know, I, I was. I could pop in on him. Like I popped in on him like three times a day just because it's. You know, yeah. would you would you come down Harbor? Yeah. mm mm-hmm. Yeah. Because I'm
1: up by South Coast Plaza. So. Right. Okay. Yeah, and, and when my mom, mom got sick, she was there a couple times, and John's dad was there too. So it was crazy, you know.
0: Um, how many years ago so that's was how this? You came
1: back in my life. About
0: three and a half years ago, maybe. Wow! I mean, I'm saying it just—it would have been crazy. 2018. Okay, okay, because I I was there like 2012, 2013 period, and oh, okay. I ran into a girl from elementary school, middle school, and high school when I was there. It just it would have been crazy to run into you and John. Like it would have made the experience a lot more enriching than than it obviously ended up being. <laughs> you know, but yeah. Wow, wow, that is.
1: Yeah, it was crazy. That was a weird phone call. That was one of the weirdest phone calls I ever got. He was like, because I was literally staring at him, but I didn't recognize him. And John was like, yeah, like, you were looking at me, but I was worried that it wasn't you. And that he was like, I thought it was some guy that wanted to kick my ass. And I was like, like, no, dude. But like, like, subconsciously, I I must have known it was him or I recognized the car, but I was...